Welcome to 10-Minute Bible Talks, where we connect the Bible to your life in the time it takes to get to work. I'm Keith Simon. I'm Tanya Wilmoth. And I'm Patrick Miller. Hey, you guys are in for a treat today. I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Robin May. She does a podcast called The Problem with Perfect. You can find her at Robin May Ministries. She's getting ready to tell you a story that changed her life. And I think it's a story that will give you lots of encouragement as you listen to it. All right, Robin May. It is August 3rd, 2020. Much of the country remains in lockdown as COVID-19 has robbed the world of any sense of security. But for me and my family, that sense of security has long been gone. It was taken in February of 2017 when I first heard the words acute lymphoblastic leukemia and my son's name, Matthew, all in the same sentence. At 18 years of age, Matt went from being a freshman in college to fighting for his life. And after months of this grueling chemo and radiation regimen, we were very excited and we celebrated God's faithfulness and we celebrated Matthew's remission from cancer. From there, we moved on as best as we could anyway. Obviously, we were thankful for Matthew's life and we were very thankful too for the lessons that God had taught us along the way through this experience. We absolutely praise God when Matt was done with that chemo. We praise God when he had a birthday. We praise God on every cancer-free anniversary. And we praise God for the gift of every single day that we had with our son. And all the while, we were praying. We prayed and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed that his cancer would never return. But on April 14th, 2020, While COVID had the entire world flipped on its ear, we got the dreadful phone call and the news that we prayed we'd never hear. This time, saving Matt's life would require us to leave our town, leave our home, because Matthew needed a bone marrow transplant, which isn't available here in Columbia. So within hours of getting that phone call, we found ourselves at the front door of the University of Kansas Health Center in Kansas City where we would leave Matthew, where he would be alone because no visitors allowed during COVID for the long two weeks ahead. And boy, were they long. Two months later, on June 24th, after his intense chemo and radiation, Matt had that bone marrow transplant. And in late July, we learned that the transplant had failed. And with that news came an array of emotions Everything from disbelief to extreme sadness to anger, if I can be honest. So today is August 3rd. Here's where we're at. Matthew's transplant team has spent the last 10 days or so trying to make sense of what's happened. And that's because shortly after we found out that Matthew's transplant had failed, we learned something else. Matthew had a recovery of his own immune system, which no physician on our team, and as it turns out, no bone marrow transplant expert in the country had ever seen happen before. It's not supposed to happen. And so here we are sitting in this unknown. And as we move into this meeting today with Matthew's transplant team at KU, what we do know is that it seems that transplant or a second transplant is on the table. As we prepare for the meeting today, here's what I write in my journal. Lord, I thank you for a renewed peace that has sustained us all through this difficult season. 
I look back on all the ways that you've gone before us and all the ways you've been with us, and I am humbled beyond words. You have been so faithful to us. But honestly, God, despite all of your abundant blessings and all the peace that you've given us, I feel like that father that you talk about in Mark 9, who cries out to Jesus with tears in his eyes saying, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Today, I am that father. I'm feeling vulnerable and I'm anxious about the future and all that I don't understand about how your sovereignty exists or coexists, I should say, in a world where suffering is so imminent. Lord, give me peace, confidence, and a renewed faith in the promises of your word. And I just ask you to help them settle deep into my soul. Today, in my unbelief, I admit, sometimes it is so difficult to find the energy and courage to continue. So help me remember what you say in Nahum 1-7. Help me remember that you are good. You are a stronghold in the day of trouble. Lord, in my disbelief, I admit that I get fixated on my own pain, on Matthew's pain and suffering. So help me trust your promise, your promise from Isaiah 43, 2, that says that when I pass through the waters, you will be with me. And when I pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over me. When I walk through the fire, I will not be burned. Lord, when the fear of the unknown and what lies ahead cripples me, Help me be transformed by the renewing of my mind, remembering that you said, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Lord, let me live with strength and the confidence of the command from Deuteronomy 31, 6 that says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or dread, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. Lord, you will not forsake me or leave me. When I feel weak, Lord, remind me that my help comes from you, the maker of heaven and earth, Psalms 121.1, and that you give power to the weak and strength to the powerless, Isaiah 40.29. Lord, through all of this, when I feel poured out and empty, take me by the hand and lead me beside the still waters and restore my soul like you promised in Psalm 23. Finally, God, when I am tempted to try and numb my pain and fear with something or someone else, help me to turn to you knowing that, oh God, you are my God and that it is you that my soul thirsts for. My flesh yearns for you in this dry and weary land where there seems to be no water. Psalm 63.1 Lord, thank you. Thank you for hearing my prayers. Amen. I said those prayers on that day in August, not having any idea what the future would bring, what that meeting would bring. And here we are. Now it's more than a year later. And honestly... I still don't know what the future brings. Matt didn't have that second bone marrow transplant. Instead, they sent us home back to Columbia from Kansas City on that day, August 3rd. And by the grace of God, we've continued to be here ever since. 
Matt continues to defy science. And as I record this, praise God that he is doing well. People ask me all the time if Matt's recovery to this point is a miracle, which always makes me feel really uncomfortable because who am I to say what a miracle is? Who am I to define a miracle? But what I can tell you, and I'll say this in full confidence, is that God has done a work that cannot be explained by modern medicine. And despite this gift, and I'm embarrassed to admit this, there are still days that I find myself struggling with anxiety, anxiety worrying about tomorrow and fearing the worst. I'd love to tell you that I no longer have to shout out with tears in my eyes, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. I'd love to tell you that that's the truth, but I can't. Maybe some of you listening can identify, and maybe this is your struggle too. And as much as I or any of us want to live a life free of unbelief, I do find comfort and trust knowing that God knew that this would be my struggle, my cross to bear, if you will. And in fact, I trust that this is why that this verse is in the Bible. It's why it's included in the scriptures, because it reminds me and us of His all-knowing faithfulness. And even more importantly, this very special verse to me leads me back to all the other scriptures, many that I've shared with you today, that I journaled on that day in August, that tell of your goodness, of your power, and God's eternal love and faithfulness. And there, even today, I can sit secure even when the world around me isn't. Thank you, God. Great is your faithfulness. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this content, please subscribe and give us a rating. That helps other people find this podcast more easily. Also, ask yourself, who could you share this podcast with? Texting an episode to a friend or a family member is a great way to help them grow spiritually. If you want to go deeper, check out our show notes for book recommendations.